This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This is the Besotted Pride of West London podcast. We are... In our Christmas break now. We had a bit of Christmas cheer today down at Griffin Park. Lovely warm day. Lots of people in t-shirts and shorts and all sorts today. And 22 pen men running out on the pitch today. Put on a bit of an exhibition for the fans. Six goals. Could have been a lot more. But it wasn't. It, but the bees went out. It's another three points going to Christmas. Very happy. Overall, it was quite a good game actually, wasn't it? Yeah, it was... Um the, the, the old cliche gets dragged out one more time. Um, it was a game of two halves. Um, first half, I just thought, actually, I thought that was as well as I've seen Brentford play. Um, in well, we we keep sort of um, you know sort of excelling ourselves in the last couple of years. But I actually thought today's performance in the first half was up there with anything from last season. I know you can make an argument that um, the Huddersfield, you know, were, were, were particularly poor. But in the second half, they kind of proved that they're not they're not the worst, probably the worst team in the league. I thought they showed a bit more than MK Dons in the second half. So the first half performance I thought was absolutely exceptional. We we just kept the ball moving and um, and and absolutely, you know, just completely outplayed Huddersfield. It's um just a bit disappointing though. It's a bit weird, isn't it, to come in after scoring four goals and um, winning four two that you sort of, you know, it doesn't feel quite as up as it should do. Um, second half, we just seemed to, I don't know, it was, Huddersfield came at us straight away in the second half. I think we made a, I, I thought the Saunders substitution was a bit odd. Um, I suppose you could make an argument that it was, we were giving the ball away too much. So the idea was to bring Saunders on and keep the ball. But, it, you know, I, 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 I kind of like the idea of going for the jugular. I'd rather have seen Hotter come on for Canos and, um, and keep going at them because, the more they came at Brentford with some sort of a sniff, then I felt that it would the game would open up more at the back. And some, you know, I know goal difference is a bit petty to talk about goal difference at this point, but it does come back to bite you every now and then. So when you have an opportunity to, you know, maybe take a three or four goal difference, then um, you should do everything you can. There's a bit of a ch- there's a, quite a few changes today, though. Um, we saw Colin come on instead of Nico. Um, and he wasn't even on the bench. Yeah. Kurt Baumer as well, he wasn't in the team at all. And um, 
Yeah, and, and so, so, so there's quite a, quite a few changes today. I mean, what do you think of those? I thought I thought I think Amunaris has done well for us. Um, you know, he he's been given a run in the side, and I think it's very clear where his strengths and where his weaknesses are. You know, he's very good going forwards. Um, he's got pace, so he's not going to get caught out for pace. But his weaknesses, the long ball, you know, the high ball aimed at him. If you put one or two big players out on the left, then um, you know he gets out muscled, and and I think you could see that in a couple of the goals in the Cardiff game. So I wasn't that surprised, to be honest, that um, Colin came in today. Um, in terms of the other options, Harley Dean. I mean, I felt a bit for O'Connell. I don't think O'Connell's done a lot wrong to be dropped. Uh, and I know Tarkowski, you know, he owns the shirt from the beginning of the season. But, you know, was there an argument that it should have been Dean O'Connell today? I don't know. Maybe just, you know, I, I, we still haven't found a centre-back partnership that I'm convinced, you know, I'm absolutely comfortable with. But I think the second half show today that we're probably still looking for it a little bit. So, hard no Connell, I felt. You're not happy with us uh, not scoring enough goals today. We, we didn't score enough goals for you, did we? I don't think we did, no. Uh, we dominated the game. First half, we were absolutely brilliant. Second half, first minute, we must have expected them to come out. They were booed off at half-time. And we just allowed them to score straight away. Stood off them. And the second goal, whilst it was a slip from... To a Gamara in midfield made the scoreline look a lot closer than it was. We have to be more clinical and we have to stop conceding two goals a game. I mean, you mentioned we need a new goalkeeper. I mean, I know you're probably joking about us needing a new goalkeeper, but I mean, at the end of the day, Button, you know, he, he does save a, he does save us on the day. He does, and I, I was being a little bit comical, but I do think he needs to improve his all-round game. Maybe that's the reason he's still with us, because his distribution is shocking. Um, he's a great shot stopper, but until he can distribute the, the ball properly and spot opportunities, once or twice he was being called in the second half to release the ball quickly. He didn't do it, missed the opportunity. Has to improve his game. On the plus side, I mean, I've had lots of texts of people coming in saying, not be funny, you've had a great result today, absolutely brilliant, QPR fans going, oh my God, Brentford running right, so maybe we're being a bit hard on ourselves, don't you think? Yeah, I guess so, Bill, I think that's a fair comment. Um, to me, I'm saying it not negatively, I'm saying it that this side is so good that I think we can compete with the top six, and we let ourselves down, we cannot let two goals in a game, I repeat myself, I know, that's what's holding us back because we will not score three goals in every game. And if you look at our record, we're conceding too many sloppy goals. Today it didn't matter, because we'd scored four. Another time, it will be a problem. Huddersfield first half, they looked absolutely dire. But the second half, actually, they didn't look too bad, did they? They reorganised, and um, having made the comment about my frustration with Brentford in the second half, let's not take anything away from what we did to them in the first half. We murdered them. And, and we passed and moved so quickly, they were just mesmerised. So we did a great job in the first half. We were very lapsed in the second half to start with, paid the penalty. But you're right, they came on, changed their, their shape. And Narky Wells, why he was on the bench, God only knows, because he will make a difference. Good player. So match over, like I said, half an hour in the pub, downing a few pints of Pride Air and lager and everything else that people are drinking. Guinness as well there, which is all good. But listen, 
You're, you seem fairly happy. I mean, slightly disappointed, but fairly happy. I mean, how did you see that game? Uh, it's like a game of two halves, really. The first half, I think, it's one of the best 45 I've seen Brentford play this season. And obviously, the second half, obviously, we were still in the change room. Come out, they've got one straight away. All of a sudden, we're under the cosh a little bit. Uh, I, I think we still deserve the victory, but a little bit disappointed in our second half performance. And I think um, if we didn't get that penalty... We, it could have been a different story. I think they were on top for a little while. If they put in another chance in to make it 3-2, then it could have been a right different story. But There's an argument to say, though. I mean, they had nothing to lose. When you're sort of kind of, you know, three goals down or whatever it is, yeah. you've just got to go hell for leather. So they, they came out and they went, they went for it, and they showed that they're actually not as terrible a side as maybe some teams that have come down here this season, isn't it? Yeah, no, I fully agree, fully agree. Um, it, like I say, first half, best I've seen. Second half few little questions like now what's that uh, three goals we shipped at Cardiff two goals at Fulham two goals today so I don't know maybe something needs to be a bit tightened up at the back again this has been always the big question defensively defensively you know not sitting down there and slagging or knocking our defence off but the fact is that we're letting in goals is it because of our style of football where we're going out there and we're just playing this expensive football we're getting exposed or is it just kind of silly little mistakes uh, I reckon a bit, a bit of both, really. Yes, obviously we do play quite an attacking style of football, so that we are going to leave gaps. But if you look at the manner of the, some of the goals, they are just sloppy, you know, really sloppy. But I think if we tighten that up, we're going to be fine. You know, we, we might even be pushing for playoffs. And who would have thought that a couple of months ago? So well, steady. <laughs> well, you got, you got to look, got to look on the bright side, I suppose, haven't you? Got an all South American here. We've got a B who's flown in from South America, who's watching a few games now. He's been watching South American football in Brazil, but now he's watching B's playing Brazilian style football, aren't we? It has to be said, it's a lot better than Brazilian style football. I was here for the Fulham game, uh, got back today, and uh, they, they were just they were just so superior in the first half that uh, it, it was a bit of a stroll in the park, really. And it was a stroll in the park in the first half. I mean, obviously, the second half, the game's changed a little bit. I mean, were the bees getting complacent or was that the way that the game was going to go? Well, a, a, a goal in the first minute of the second half and I was worried. At <laughs> 3-1, I was still worried, but fortunately got the penalty and uh, after that, wasn't too bad. It wasn't too bad. I mean, interested in trying to get your view again. Like I said, you haven't seen the bees for a while because you live in South America, yeah. but you're coming over here now. Now, what is the difference in, in, in what you've seen? Well, you might not believe this, but the football here is much better. The football here is light years ahead of what they, uh, of, of the Brazilian league, anyway. And I, I think if Brentford played in the Brazilian league, Serie A in the Brazilian league, we would finish about fifth or sixth. That's interesting. I mean, and, and what teams would be above what, Santos and uh, no Cor- uh, Corinthians, Atlético Mineiro, uh, Grêmio, and that's about it, really. Oh, really? The, the standard there is so poor compared to the Championship football here. Uh, Fantastic. So basically, we, 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 we're at top of the Brazilian league already. We, 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 we might as well go now and get the flights over. Samba style football from, from the bees. So samba style football from the bees, and bees played. Absolutely fantastic Samba style football in that first half now as well. You know, any players outstanding for you as well? Um, well, I, th- I think they all play well. I, I like Maxim Collin. I, I think he's he's going to make a real difference there at right back. Uh, just come back today and he, he was he was fantastic. Um, Alan Hudson had a very good game for the Bees. 
<laughs> Mark Hudson, their centre-back, he, uh, he's a Huddersfield fan, and he's saying that Mark Hudson basically gifted the game to the Bees. But well, we're going to talk to the Huddersfield fan in a minute, you know, after we've, we've had our little resilience section here, because obviously he'll, he'll get, he'll, there's no editing here. This is all live and direct, and he goes straight down. But listen, so, but... Listen, you're obviously going into Christmas now, but you're a happy, happy bees man, South American bees man. And, and is there anything that you would sort of kind of, if you had to speak to, to Dean Smith to say, listen, this, this is what you need to sort out? Uh, uh, so, just stop getting switching off uh, at the start of the second half. Uh, get, keep it going for 90 minutes, because uh, when we do, other teams can't live with us. Other teams can't. And talking about other teams, I've got the Huddersfield. I think we might have had a bit of a technical here. We might have had a bit of technical problems, but we're coming back here to the Huddersfield, man. And uh, like I said to you, you're developing your youth at the moment now. Um, and um, our manager, David Wagner, he's come from Borussia Dortmund. He's Jurgen Klopp's best friend. So he was best man at his, his wedding. And so we're hoping to get, you know, perhaps a couple of Liverpool reserves come and play for us shortly. Maybe some Dortmund players. That would be nice, actually, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah it would. And, uh, you know, he's very articulate. You know, he's probably the most articulate manager we've ever had. You know, he speaks English clearly and understandably. And all sorts of things like that, which, you know, given some of the managers we've had in the past, they've been a bit silent, a bit, a bit grumpy. He's very, very positive. So you seem, you seem actually quite a positive Huddersfield fan with what's what, moving things moving forward. No, no, really, this is a lot better. We were, we were trying to eke out nil-nils and one-ones. And now we're, we're in a game all the time. We are in the game. I mean, we lost today, but it was, yeah, it was, it was okay, you know. We, so we lost. I mean, you know, we, we always probably were going to lose this game, but we'll probably win the next one. Well, I said play, play some of the football in the second half. You're still a little bit light up front, it has to be said, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, but, you know, it shows that you can move the ball around, you know. You've got players. No, we, need, we need a centre forward and a centre back. So, and also the reason, what Narky Wells, why was he on the bench? I mean, we're a little bit confused about that. Um, well, opinions differ, but if you look at the statistics of Narky Wells in front of goal, he, he, he takes something like 10 chances to score one goal. We've seen that. I mean, that was like Andre Gray initially as well, and people used to say that about him. And I've, I've noticed that about Narky Wells as well, but then he does score goals. Yeah, he got one from two foot last week, yeah. Yeah, but, yeah, but listen, you Harder know. to miss... Last week, the goal they scored. Yeah, but the, okay. Well, you mean you're telling us the score? But like I said to you in general, but today, I mean Huddersfield. Did you ever think that you were going to get back into the game? Um, until the ref gave that penalty away. The ref gave the penalty, which didn't seem to me to be a penalty. Okay. I mean, this is fair enough. But there was a penalty in the second half which he should have given, which he didn't Indeed, give. I you agree, know, so I, I agree with swings that. and roundabouts, and as they say. Have given us one too. Maybe that yeah, might be. Yeah, yeah. Maybe, but anyway, listen. So, we could so talk about after, that till no, the cows so after, come. After, after yeah. you got the penalty, there was no way we were going to get back in the game, and uh, and the way the town players responded after that was really quite credi- creditable to them. I mean, do you think, if anything, that might have actually picked your team up? Yeah. Well, they were getting mad with the referee towards the end. I think. <laughs> so listen. Anyway, I mean, we live around here, so you know the Bedfords are. Sort of home team as well. Okay, so listen, but anyway, good luck to you, Town, and you know, fingers crossed that you know, you know, this will kick your season on anyway because you there are signs of you actually playing some decent football in the second half. Yeah, yeah, we've won we've won two of our last four games, so you know, we've got Preston at home next. I expect to win that game. They're bringing four thousand though, aren't they? And 
<laughs> we'll see. Uh, well, that's good, isn't it? That's good. We'll see. I mean, you know, I think, I think uh, away teams taking big, you know, big crowds to games is good for football. It's good for football as long as you put them behind the goal, but that's another talking point anyway. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, Huddersfield fan, fan, he felt a bit... Um, he, he was actually quite optimistic about their uh, their chances and with their new manager, who's uh, Jurgen Klopp's best mate or something like that, apparently. Wagner, 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 yeah. Wagner, oh, well, like, well, I'm glad he's feeling optimistic about it from what I saw. I, not a lot of calls to be, to be honest. But the second half, I thought they were all right, you know, in places. Yeah, all right. You know, very average, I think, overall. You know, you've got to be fairly decent to be playing at this level. When I'm, you know, they were, they were okay. They were, they were nothing special, mate. So, I mean, about Brentford, I mean, the game today, I mean, out for, out for yourself, I mean, I know we all felt a little bit deflated, only because we didn't win 7 or 8 nil, because that's what we thought at half-time. I think you always hope that you don't take your foot off the gas, you kick on, and 3 nil at half-time is a lovely position, you know, it gives you um, the chances to bring players in that have been on the verge or not quite, I mean, maybe... You know, I'm knocking on the door of a start, but you know, you might you might feel that they need to be reintroduced. You know, I thought I thought Saunders was a bit of an odd one. Um, I thought McEachran should have you know been swapped out for Dave, which happened at Cardiff, and he you know give him a full full 45 minutes. Um, and I, I, I probably um, I, I might have wanted to see just maybe a little bit more of the Hoff, if I'm being honest with you. And I, I think. Um, I think v, we know v, v Bay has scored a goal, and we, we knew that he's you know he, he, we haven't got I haven't got a lot of problems with V Bay, and I, and I thought we could swap him out for half and give half forty five. I thought the second half today was about giving more players game time, and we didn't give the more players game time maybe because we um, he wanted to sort of kind of sort of consolidate the team that he's got and, and let them to play together more. No, I, I, I ain't knocking anything, you know. They've, again, they've, they've gone out and they've, they've turned on a really stylish performance. 3 0 up, it could have been five, it could have been seven, it could have been eight. We left a cup, we left a, let a couple in at the end. We let, sorry, let a couple in in the second half, which he, I you know I think he'll be disappointed about, um, you know. But if we're looking for perfection, it wasn't perfection. But if we're looking for a real um, buoyant, um, feel-good win before Christmas, then we've got exactly that. So I'm really happy going into the Christmas break, the Christmas period. Um, you know, Brighton lost today, so they're not invincible. You know, I, I think I think it's, gonna, it's got all the makings of being a good Christmas, Bill. You know, Yotta, Yotta could have made it five. Um, I thought V-Bay was fouled and it could have been a second penalty. So much more could have gone our way. And there is nothing to suggest that Christmas 2015 is not going to be jingle all the way, mate. Jingle all the way. So, look, this is the Besotted Pride of West London podcast. I want to say to everybody, it's our last podcast. Well, we've got one more podcast that we're getting ready for on uh, this week. So look out for it, Besotted on Ice. So everyone, make sure you tune in. Make sure that you subscribe so it downloads immediately on Thursday morning. And you'll have that to listen to on uh, Christmas Eve. And you'll be so excited about that. I mean, it's just going to be so fantastic. You know, but for me, I'm going to say uh, a Merry Christmas to everybody. Hope you had a good day today. Hope you're going to have a good week. Hope you have a great Christmas. I'm going to catch you after the Christmas. <coughs> happy Christmas. And happy Christmas to everybody. And also, check us out, besotted.co.uk, Pride of West London, and Besotted Brentford on YouTube. And uh, 
fantastic result today. Bees have done really well, letting a couple of goals, but hey ho, that's the way it goes. I'm going to say to the bees, come on, come on, you bees! Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the Pro Pilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five year warranty. And with a bench full of all star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.